This is WPOW Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and the Palm Beaches. All day today, Power 96 will play no commercials and have no DJs. We're using today to remember the events of one year ago and to pay respects to the thousands who died in the worst terrorist attack on U.S. soil in American history. You'll hear accounts of those events, some stories about those involved, and you'll listen to yourselves reflecting on that day. We invite you to call 550-9696 or 305-653-9156 and join in. Let us know where you were on September 11th, 2001, how that day changed your life, and what you think is going to happen next. It's 8 a.m. September 11th, 2001. Last year at this time... American Airlines Flight 11 leaves Logan Airport in Boston with 81 passengers and 11 crew members on board. Walk blindly to the light and reach out for his hand don't ask any questions and don't try to understand Open up your mind and then open up your heart And you see that you and me are very far apart Cause I believe that love is the answer
Simone. Simone. Linda Jones. Paul Michael Benedetti. Robert Spicer. Mary S. Jones. David John Lee. Barry Simowitz. Andrew Jordan. Maynard S. Spence Jr. Peter Bealfield. David S. Lee. Denise Lenore Benedetto. Jane Eileen Josiah. Jeff Simpson. William Biggert. George E. Spencer III. Dong Lee. Lieutenant Anthony Jovic. Jane Louise Simpkin. Mark Bingham. Robert Andrew Spencer. Brian Craig Bennett. Angel Luis Waterbed Jr. Cheryl D. Sincock. Carl Vincent Benai. Mary Rubina Sperando. Karen Susan Jude. Paul Lee. Gary Bird. Eric L. Bennett. David Brian Brady. Kamladi K. Kami Singh. Anne Judge. Molly McKenzie. Joshua David Birnbaum. Juanita Lee. Alexander Bragzinski. Oliver Bennett. Shannon M. Fava. Roshan R. Sean Singh. The Reverend Mikhail Judge. Barry J. McKeon. Chris Romeo Bishendat. Catherine Blair Lee. Wendy R. Faulkner. Thomas Sinton III. Nicholas Brenda Marte. Margaret L. Benson. Paul W. Jurgens. Evelyn C. McKennedy. Bernard D. Favuza. Linda C. Lee. Jeffrey D. Bittner. Peter A. Syracuse. Thomas Edward Jurgens. George Patrick McLaughlin, Jr. Robert Fazio, Jr. Dominic J. Berardi. 
Albert Blackman. Lorraine Lee. Daniel R. Brandhorst. Huidar Gian. Shashi Karan El Kadaba. Christopher Joseph Blackwell. Robert C. McLaughlin Jr. Ronald C. Fazio. James Patrick Berger. Gaffi Kamardinova. Elizir Jimenez Jr. William Feehan. Myung Woo Lee. David Reed Gamboa Brandhorst. Stephen Howard Berger. Susan L. Blair. Louis Jimenez Jr. Sherry Kendell. Gavin McMahon. Francis J. Feely. Richard Lee. Michelle Renee Bratton. Susan Huey. Susan Huey. Howard Lee Kane. Robert Dismas McMahon. Carrie Blackburn. John P. Bergen. Garth E. Feeney. Stuart Lee. Patrice Brout. Come on, come on. I see no changes. Wake up in the morning and I ask myself, is life worth living? Should I blast myself? I'm tired of being poor and even worse, I'm black. My stomach hurts, so I'm looking for a purse to snatch. Cops give a damn about a Negro. Pull a trigger, kill him, he's a hero. Get a to the kids who the hell cares. One less hungry mouth on the welfare. First ship him, don't let him deal with brothers. Give him guns, step back, watch him kill each other. It's time to fight back, that's what Huey said. Two shots in the dark, now Huey's dead. Uh, it ain't a secret of the seal, the fact the penitentiary's packed and it's filled with blacks. 
But some things will never change Try to show another way, but staying in the dope game Now tell me what's a mother to do Being real don't appeal to the brother in you You gotta operate the easy way I made a G today But you made it in a sleazy way Selling to the kids I gotta get paid Well, hey, well that's the way it is Come on, come on That's just the way it is will never be the same That's just the way it is Oh yeah Oh come on, come on That's just the way it is Things will never be the same That's just the way it is Oh yeah We gotta make a change Making some changes. Let's change the way we eat. Let's change the way we live. And let's change the way we treat each other. You see, the old way wasn't working, so it's on us to do what we gotta do to survive. And still, I see no changes. Can a brother get a little peace? It's war on the streets and a war in the Middle East. Instead of war on poverty, they got a war on drugs so the police can bother me. And I ain't never did a crime I ain't have to do. But now I'm back with the box, giving it back to you. Don't let them jack you up, back you up. And pips smack you up You gotta learn to hold your own They get jealous when they see you with your mobile phone But tell the cops I can't touch this I don't trust this When they try to rush, I bust this That's the sound number two You say it ain't cool My mama didn't raise no fool And as long as I stay black I gotta stay strapped And I never get to lay back Cause I always gotta worry about the payback Some buck that I roughed up way back Coming back after all these years Right tat 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 That's the way it is that's just the way it is Things will never be the same That's just the way it is Oh yeah You're my brother, you're my sister That's just the way it is Things will never be the same That's just the way it is Oh, yeah. Something will never change. Power 96, 814 AM, September 11th, 2001. Last year at this time, United Flight 175 to Los Angeles departs Boston with 56 passengers and nine crew members. Also at 814 AM, American Flight 77 to Los Angeles departs Washington Dulles International with 58 passengers and six crew members on board. Melissa Harrington Hugis. Jennifer Lynn Kane. Edmund M. McNally. Harry Blanding Jr. Sean B. Fegan. John P. Bergen. Vincent D. Vincent D. Kane. It's now 8.15 a.m., September 11th, 2001. American Airlines Flight 11 ignores air traffic control's permission to climb to 31,000 feet. This is the first sign of the upcoming attack on America. Something is terribly wrong aboard American Airlines Flight 11. I was at school, and um, they called us to an assembly and told everyone that two small planes had hit the World Trade Center and Nobody really knew what was going on, and then they let us out of school. 
And and then we saw on the news that finally it happened. We saw the World Trade Center collapse. That same night, all of my friends and I were out there trying to do anything we could to help in any way we could. It was pretty crazy. I remember where I was, September 11th. I woke up at around 10 o'clock in the morning, and I turned on the TV. Usually at night, I went ahead and I would watch sports on CNN and stuff like that. So that was the last channel that was on my TV when I went to sleep. But when I woke up, that was the first thing I saw, the first tower burning. I, I was so confused. I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. No reporter was talking. They were just showing the tower burning. They started talking and they said that we've been attacked. I was scared. I, I didn't know what to do. I called my mom up. She was working. And she said, don't leave home. Don't leave anywhere. Don't go to work. I called my job and I told them, I'm not going anywhere. I work in a mall, so you can imagine. I was, I was fearing for my life. Not only that, but for my family. I called everybody, my, all my whole family here, and I told them, don't leave. Stay in your house and be with the people that you love right now. Cause I don't know what's going to happen next. But as time passed, everybody grew stronger. And now when I look back on that day, I know I was scared. I know that I didn't know what to do. But I'm stronger now. And I know that no matter I know that no matter what, America's gonna pull pull through. And we're gonna be and we're gonna be in a higher power than any of those people that attacked us. September 11th is a Memorial Day for those who passed and those who grew. I was at my job. I work at a hospital, and we work right behind uh, Miami International Airport. And all of a sudden, you know, we're listening on the radio. Like, they're like, oh, no, something happened to the World Trade Towers. It's been a plane hit it. And, you know, and I, I laughed it off. I didn't believe it. And then it was so we all went into a patient room, and, you know, we saw it on you know, TV, and I immediately called my dad because we're from New York, and I just started crying. I called my old school nearby, and just, it just got us all. I couldn't believe that this was actually happening to my old hometown. I go downtown all the time, and I see a building that's like 40 stories high, and just imagining 100-something stories and falling, it's amazing. Daniel McNeil. Ronald Michael Brightweiser. Paul R. Hughes. Janice L. Blaney. Lee S. Felling. Yang Dirt Lee. Jun Ku Kang. Walter Arthur McNeil. Edward A. Brennan. Robert T. Hughes, Jr. Craig Michael Blass. Peter Feidelberg. Alvin Bergson. Sheldon R. Cantor. Stephen Lefkowitz. Alan D. Feinberg. Thomas F. Hughes. Deborah H. Kaplan. 
Christine Sheila McNulty. Rita Blau. Daniel D. Bergstein. Alan D. Feinberg. Adriana Legro. Robin Kaplan. Timothy Robert Hughes. Michael Emmett Brennan. It's now 8.20 a.m., September 11th, 2001. American Airlines Flight 11's transponder, which identifies the plane's location, is turned off. The radar screen indicates a direction change. The plane is heading towards New York City. Flight controllers actually hear a hijacker's voice in the background. How the world can be so cold Stealing the souls of a man Cloudy skies rain down On all your dreams You wrestle with the fear and doubt Sometimes it's hard But you gotta believe There's a better place Where our Father waits And every tear In this world we're living in Is there anything sacred?
Maria Feliciano Carolyn Hugh Michael A. Bacardi Edward J. Layman Chappie Bone Graham Andrew Berkeley Edward P. Felt Sean Peter McNulty Peter Brennan Eric Andrew Lefeld. John Paul Bocci. Edward F. Beia. Edward T. Fergus Jr. Robert William McPadden. Mary Catherine Bofa. Michael J. Berkeley. Thomas Brennan. David Ralph Leistman Michael L. Bocchino Bruce A. Reynolds George Ferguson Terrence A. McShane Nicholas Bogdan David P. LeMaine Captain Daniel Brennan Captain Donald Brethel. Donna Bernertz Kearns. Susan M. Bocchino. Shimmy D. Bigolison. James Joe Ferguson. Timothy Patrick McSweeney. Gary L. Bright. Joseph A. Lenahan. Diora Bodley Dave Bernard Darren C. Bohan David E. Retic Jonathan Breeley William Bernstein Lawrence Boussois Enel T. Baharvani Bruce Douglas John L. Lennon Jr. Bella Bukan Vincent Boland Jr. David M. Beret Henry Fernandez
I remember that on September 11th, it was just a normal day for me. I woke up going to go to internship. Um, of course, my sister was late to school, so I had to go drop her off, and we were in the car. And I remember that, of course, I was so upset because I had to drop her off to school. And all of a sudden, we hear on the morning show that um, an American Airlines plane has crashed into the Twin Towers, one of the Twin Towers. And I remember my sister was sleeping on the passenger side, and she popped up. And we just couldn't believe that something like that had happened. And then minutes later, we hear that another plane has crashed on to the other tower. I think that I remember that my sister and I looked at each other, and I felt that what I was arguing with her five minutes before was so meaningless because there were so many people in those towers that were dying because of what was going on. And for my sister and myself, it was even harder because we were born and raised in New Jersey, 10 minutes away from New York City. And for me, I grew up in New York City and seeing those Twin Towers. And it was just a really horrible day, not only for my sister and myself, but for the whole country. And I just can't believe that it's almost a year that's gone by of this horrible tragedy. And may God bless us all. Hi, my name is Natasha Smith, and um, on September 11th, I was at the hospital because um, on September 1st, I had had gotten the surgery, and I had to get my dressing changed. And so I was in the um, hospital. I I had already got it changed, and then a nurse came in, and, it was, and she was like, telling everybody, oh my God, they attacked the Twin Towers. I'm like, and I was thinking, I'm like, what is the Twin Towers? I'm like, so? Because I didn't, I, I didn't, I wasn't thinking of New York at that time. I was thinking of Miami. I'm like, I didn't know Miami had the Twin Towers. Something like that. And so when I went home, I turned on the TV and every station had the news. And it was like, terrorists just flew planes into the Twin Towers and da 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 da. I'm like, oh my God. And I was like watching this and I was watching People jumping out the building. I'm I'm 15 and I was home at the time. I'm watching people jump out the building. I'm like, oh my God, I hope they don't go to the schools. Please God, please don't let them go to the schools. Stuff like that. So I'm watching this. It was like so sad, so sad. So that that's where I was. And um, I was crying and stuff. All right, bye bye. I was in my school eating lunch when my father called me and he saw it. And he was rushing the stock market as the second plane was crashing. I remember everybody running and screaming out of the school. I ran and went to pick up my little brother. I'll never forget that. I was at school and I was in gifted and my teacher had the TV on and we were watching um, how it fell and my teacher was crying because she was from New York. And a lot of kids were going home from school and I wondered what was going on. But when, when I went to gifted and I saw the TV, I started crying too because I saw that many people were dying and I saw that people were jumping out of the window. This is how I felt. I was crying and everything. My mom came to pick me up and my brother from Hialeah Middle and Amelia Hurt. And I, I will never forget that day. That's how I felt. Bye. I was in Kaniwe Bay, Hawaii on military duty in the Marine Corps and I watched it live on TV. My name is uh, Matt Sokolow. I live in West Kendall down here in Miami. Uh, September 11th, I was at work 
Um, I heard about it from my sister, whose husband was watching it on TV. Uh, then I picked up a live feed off the internet through uh, BBC World and uh, watched the towers fall. And uh, I was at, you know, I was at work like everybody else was at 8:45 in the morning. And I watched the towers fall, and my heart sunk. And I remember, you know, calling everybody I know to make sure everybody was all right. And uh, it was just crazy, man. <clears throat> and uh, that's what, that's pretty much what I was doing on um, when the towers were hit and uh, when they went down. How it made me feel, God, like every other American in the entire world. It, it, you know, it hurt my heart. You know, like everybody else, it made me cry because it was horribly sad. Uh, you know, and God, how can this be happening to us? That kind of thing. But uh, it, it, you know, the one, the main thing that scares me the most is the fact that my um, my daughter and my son will never be able to understand why this was done because you know it was just done on pure hatred, which sucks ass to be quite frank. But. Um, um, we're uh, hopefully we'll we'll learn from this and and go from there like we've been doing. But uh, you know, God bless America, man. I found out about the September 11 attacks from all the school while it was going on, and all I remember was everybody being in tears and crying, how bad and how sad it, everything was. So that's where I was at. Bye. Hi, my name is Dion. I was in school. And a teacher saw it over the news, and she told us about it. And then we watched it on TV live, and we saw the second plane going into the building. And at that moment, I didn't feel anything because I didn't know what to feel. Bye. Thank you. Yeah, hi. Um, I'm a former police officer of New York City, and on that day, I was on my way to work and found out that there was an incident over at the one and two World Trade Center. And uh, as I said, I'm a former cop in New York City myself, and it was um, it's an awful experience. I lost many a friends, and uh, I just want to wish all the families um, the deepest sympathy from the rest of the world. Thanks. Hello, my name is Christy, and what I remember about that tragic day is that I was at work, and we had just turned on the news um, because of no reason at all and when we saw that on the news and we couldn't believe it because um, a few seconds later we saw the second plane actually crash into the building. It was really devastating that day. Um, I work in the school system so I'd say about half of the school, all the parents came to pick their kids up. They were so scared and um, it was really crazy at the school. So. I don't think I'll ever forget that day. After that, we established some kind of emergency procedures to dismiss the students in case of anything else like that happened again. Power 96 and the nation are paying respect and reflecting today on the worst terrorist attack in American history. We invite you to join us today after about 9.30 a.m. in front of Bayfront Amphitheater on Biscayne Boulevard as we strike a classic verdant bell in honor of each person who perished on that tragic day. One year ago today at 8.40 a.m., the Federal Aviation Administration alerts NORAD, the North American Air Defense Command, in Cheyenne Mountain, Colorado, that American Flight 11 has been hijacked after takeoff from Boston. About this time, 
flight attendant Madeline Sweeney contacts Logan Airport's American Airlines ground supervisor to inform him of a hijacking and that some passengers have been injured. She also mentions the seat number of one of the attackers, which later helps authorities identify the hijackers. Suddenly, according to family members, she mentions seeing water and buildings. Then the call is ended by the horrifying phrase, Oh my God. John Lenore. David S. Berry. Tori Balorchi. Eduvigis Eddie Reyes. Judy H. Fernandez. Mark A. Bryceman. Joseph J. Berry. Elisa Giselle Farena. Todd Rubin. Paul Bristow. William Reed Beth. Anne Marie Solerin Ferreira. Martha Rezke. Robert John Ferris. Yenene Betru. David Francis Ferrugio. John Thomas Resta. Timothy D. Betterly. Bradley James Fetchett. Louis V. Forsini Jr. At 8.42 a.m. September 11, 2001, United Flight 93 to San Francisco takes off from Newark Airport in New Jersey with 38 passengers and seven crew members on board. Peggy Hurt. Mike Ferrugio. Alexandru Liviu Stan. Jennifer Louise Fialco. Sherry Kendell. Gavin McMahon. Francis J. Feely. Richard Lee. Michelle Renee Bratton. Susan Huey. Howard Lee Kane. Robert Dismas McMahon. At 8.43 a.m. September 11, 2001, the FAA notifies NORAD again. This time, United Flight 175 from Boston to L.A. has also been hijacked. During the flight, passenger Pete Hansen calls his dad to inform him of the hijacking. He says the attackers are stabbing flight attendants to gain entrance into the cockpit. Carrie Blackburn. John P. Bergen. Garth E. Feeney. Stuart Lee. Patrice Brout. Melissa Harrington Hugis. Jennifer Lynn Kane. Edmund M. McNally. Harry Blanding Jr. It's now 8.44 a.m. September 11, 2001. The North American Air Defense Command scrambles two F-15 fighters from Otis Air National Guard Base in Falmouth, Massachusetts. Sean B. Fegan. 
John P. Bergen. Vincent D. Kane. Daniel McNeil. Ronald Michael Breitweiser. Paul R. Hughes. Janice L. Blaney. Lee S. Felling. Yang Dirt Lee. Jun Ku Kang. Walter Arthur McNeil. Edward A. Brennan. Robert T. Hughes, Jr. Craig Michael Blass. Peter Feidelberg. Alvin Bergson. Sheldon R. Cantor. Stephen Lefkowitz. Alan D. Feinberg. Thomas F. Hughes. Deborah H. Kaplan. Christine Sheila McNulty. Rita Blau. Daniel D. Bergstein. Alan D. Feinberg. This is Power 96. At just after 8.46 a.m. September 11, 2001, American Airlines Flight 11, full of 20,000 gallons of jet fuel, crashes into tower number one of the World Trade Center in New York City at 400 miles per hour, killing the 92 people aboard and anyone close to floors 90 through 100. The worst attack on U.S. soil in American history is now underway. In honor of this moment, Power 96 and the entire Beasley Broadcast Group ask that you join us in a moment of silence. building just collapsed on us. Let me get you into a 
name is. I'm going to get it over here. David Crevette, a stockbroker from Cantor Fitzgerald, recalled hearing a really loud screeching sound. He turned around and it was coming from the elevators. So he ran away from it like 10 steps and looked back. The elevators were free-falling. Then from the middle elevator bank, not the one that he came down on, but from the middle one, a huge fireball exploded in the lobby. This huge fireball came right down toward him. People got incinerated, and he remembered just looking at this thing, not feeling scared, but just sad because he knew he was going to die. But as quickly as it came toward him, it actually sucked back in on itself and it was gone. It left a lot of smoke and everything was blown out, all the glass and revolving doors leading into the shopping area. All he felt was a big wave of heat coming over him, like when you put your face too close to a fireplace. And when he found out what happened, that a plane had hit the building, he looked up and saw this big gaping hole and said, What's that falling out of the window? And a friend looked at him like he was nuts and said, That's people jumping out. It's now 8.50 a.m., One year ago today at this time, air traffic control notices that United Flight 175 has deviated from its flight path. Hi, my name is Marjorie. Um, On September 11, 2001, I was in training class for Spirit Airlines um, to be a flight attendant. Um, Sure enough, I got laid off on Friday, so I had to get another job. But um, my cousin worked in the building that went down. I'm not sure which one of the two. But um, we didn't get in touch with him. We tried to call him all day and never got in touch with him. By the grace of God, um, he was late for work that morning. So he rushed to get to work when he got off the train, off the subway. He said he just saw a cloud of smoke and just saw people run in the opposite direction. So he just started running. He said he ran all the way to the Brooklyn Bridge, not knowing, you know, what happened. When he finally got there, um, people told him what happened. So we did get in touch with him later on that night, and we're just thankful, you know, that he woke up late that morning for work. So I just want to, you know, give my prayers out to everyone that lost someone in the World Trade Center, also in the Pentagon, and on the plane that crashed in Pennsylvania. And just wish, you know, that we could all just get along. Thanks a lot. Bye. Yes, hi. Uh, my name is uh, Juan Agron, and I'm a former resident of New York City. And at the time of September 11, I was leaving my job um, which was uh, John F. Kennedy Airport. And as I drove down Grand Central and I turned on the radio, um, I heard uh, an operator uh, claiming for all police officers, fire department personnel, EMS personnel to report to their post. At the time, I didn't know what was going on. Um, as soon as I got home and I turned on the TV, that's when reality struck and I saw the buildings burning and... Um, I was in awe. I just couldn't believe what was going on. And um, I truly, truly, truly feel sorry for all the families. And um, I just want to say one thing. We will never forget. And I will always keep New York in my heart. Now I'm a Florida resident, but I tell you, 
I can never forget that day. Anyway, life goes on. Gotta live. God bless. I was in school, third period. I was just sitting down and he just put on the TV. Everyone was just all freaked out. Everyone was weirded out. No one knew what the heck was going on. It was pretty bad, but, uh, you know, whatever. It was sad. Couldn't understand why, you know, why they would do that and just wanted to get back. I wanted to get revenge. Hello, my name is Christy, and what I remember about that tragic day is that I was at work, and we had just turned on the news um, because of no reason at all, and when we saw that on the news, and we couldn't believe it, because um, a few seconds later we saw the second plane actually crash into the building. It was really devastating that day. Um, I work in the school system, so I'd say about half of the school, all the parents came to pick their kids up. They were so scared, and um, it was really crazy at the school. So I don't think I'll ever forget that day. After that, we established some kind of emergency procedures to dismiss the students in case of anything else like that happened again. Well, this is Shadow from Call Springs. I was on my way to BCP North Campus to go to class. I didn't see the news. I was late for school already. When I got in my car, I heard it on the radio. I didn't believe it at first. I thought it was a sick joke. So two other stations said the same thing. When I got to campus, they told me they hit the second tower. I went to the student building to see what on the news. I saw the tower was burning, and I ran to, ran to the phone to call my mom to see about my son. When I got to the phone, they told me that they hit the Pentagon. So instead of going to class, I went home. I was scared. I thought they were actually going to bomb everything. I figured if we're going to die, I might as well die with my family instead. I'm never going to forget that day. I when I had called home, they didn't know anything about it. They thought I was playing a joke. My twin sister thought it was a sick joke that I was playing. So she turned on the news, and then she was freaking out, and she thought everything was going down. And then with the other plane had crashed in Pennsylvania, I was already home hugging my son and praying that nothing else would happen about it. But R96 is the one that told me what happened. And I hope this never happens again. Thank you. Yeah, I was in school. I was in the library. And then when the teacher came to pick us up from the library, she told us that we had to go back to class and pray for all the people that, that were in the accident. And then everybody was like, well, what happened and all that? And then when we got to class, she turned on the TV and she started explaining that some terrorists, um, they got planes from I don't know where and they crashed them into the Twin Towers. And then my best friend, she was there. And then um, some family member of hers was, um, was working there and eventually um, that person died. And then she was crying and then me and her, we, um, we got our passports and stuff and we went to the funeral of that person in New York and I passed by the Twin Towers. It, it was like, it was horrible. It looked so ugly. I, I started to cry. That's how I felt, that's how I found out. Thank you. God bless America.
Sweet.